0: Welcome
1: to It's Your Community with Vanessa Denha, a public affairs presentation of News Talk 760 WJR.
0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to It's Your Community. I'm Vanessa Denha Garmo here. The Salvation Army of Metro Detroit launched a summer in the city campaign. It's going on through September 22nd, focusing on expansion of the Detroit Conner Creek Corps Community Center. To talk with us about that is Major Tim Meyer, General Secretary and Metro Detroit Area Commander for the Salvation Army Eastern Michigan Division. Major, how are you this morning?
1: I'm very well. Thank you. Thank you, Vanessa. How are you doing? I'm enjoying doing, the
0: great. Yes. Enjoy the day. Enjoying the summer and getting ready for the fall. And you guys have a wonderful summer summer program campaign. So tell us a little bit more about this. What's going on?
1: Sure. Uh, most people know uh, the Salvation Army's work primarily around Christmas time and around Radiothon time when we're, uh, we're raising funds for, uh, for either our special assistance things or our daily feedings uh, uh, for people in the city of Detroit. Um, this is a unique opportunity for folks because we are having a capital campaign for our facility, on Connor Creek in uh, downtown Detroit. And so we are really in need of uh, funds to help complete this project. We have a vision for a much more functional community center, uh, a new gymnasium. We don't have a gymnasium there right now. Uh, a gymnasium space and other things uh, for the programs that are taking place and so that we can expand services. So what is your uh, goal for this fundraiser? Well, the goal for, for this fundraiser is $1.3 million. This is to comp, uh, complete a much larger goal of uh, $4.5 million. Uh, but this, this particular goal is, uh, is really for the public to join in. We've had some, some sponsors who've helped us out. And especially uh, today, I want to mention that Toyota is, uh, is matching all donations that are made up to $250,000. Wow! That's and so incredible. it's, an, it's a, yeah, it's an opportunity for folks to uh, to double their donation to the Salvation Army's capital campaign for the Connor Creek right, Core Community Center.
0: So, Major, you have like the fundraising goal to accomplish the community. You have specific areas of need. It's just not the center, but there are specific areas, right? Is there construction yeah. of classrooms and stuff like that?
1: yeah we're we're doing all kinds of things uh there we we continue to serve people who are hungry and uh, we've got a, we would really like to uh, help uh, grow the food pantry get it into better shape rather than kind of using the the space for, it wasn't intended it wasn't built as a food pantry. So we've been kind of moving things around. We really wanna uh, try and increase that space. Um, we need additional space for senior citizens, uh, for classes, for social activities that they do. Um, we we need more classrooms in general because we have after school programs, we have summer day camp, things like that. And also, um, again, building a gymnasium is so important so that there's a large space to be able to have group activities and again that's not just for for children or or men or women it's for the entire community to be able to to use and so we're we really need to uh, to improve what we're doing there and uh, and make adequate sufficient space to do the service that we can provide to detroit's east side
0: so yeah expand on that major who will benefit from the summer in the city fundraising campaign, the kids on the east side. Tell us about that community.
1: Well, this is one of the neediest communities in the uh, in the city of Detroit. There is a tremendous, um, high, tremendously high percentage of single parent homes in this area. A number of folks are well well above the poverty level, and uh, it, it's just it's just one of those situations. It's unfortunate that uh, that sometimes. Uh, um, one community is needier than another, but this is, this is an area where there's profound need. And uh, there, there are a number, again, there are a number of senior citizens there, folks who are on fixed incomes, uh, people who have limited transportation ability, and especially with, uh, with the, the pandemic concerns, um, you know, trying to get on public transportation for a long period of time. It, it's good for folks to be able to have something nearby that they can go to. Um, and the way the Salvation Army works is that we serve folks by zip code. So folks who are in the Conner Creek zip code area would go to the, the Conner Creek uh, building for services. Um, we have, a, for instance, with senior citizens, um, um, in June, 2021, more than 30 seniors gathered for their monthly luncheon and the local officer there, Uh Henry um Boaten uh greets them, prays with them, prayed with them, had lunch Uh. that's served by teenage volunteers. Uh, so we've got some intergenerational things that are going on Mm -hmm. and um and then we have friends who have had months of isolation there, uh, senior citizens that sure. gathered, and uh, and they they get a, a chance to laugh together and share stories and pictures of their grandkids and all all sorts of things that are just normal life. And uh, it's interesting. Uh, there's a um, story about Catherine and Lamonia who were friends for 35 years. They've been attending the senior luncheon uh, since 2019, and they sit to, sat together, and their faces are smiling and they're enjoying time with each other and that's just just one thing um, that has has occurred we have a vision for uh, things like computer classes for senior citizens um, you know, this is an increasingly digital age, and yeah. more and more things—the applications are all online. It's—it's it's, if you've had experience like I have, you—you you call a number for assistance, and they refer you to the website. Yeah. and uh, you can imagine how frustrating and confusing that can be if you—if uh, you are not a digital native, as millennials and Gen Xers are, and younger, uh, if you haven't grown up with this technology, it is a hurdle to be overcome. And it yeah. may be that they don't have the uh, the equipment at home. It may be, you know, especially during the pandemic, going to the library was not an option. And so, um, so this is an opportunity for us to uh, to help seniors with other seniors present, so that they're not feeling alone or, or there's no shame at all, and uh, they're learning how to uh, go online, how to navigate websites, learning some things about social media. Uh, to keep them connected with family. So that's just one small slice of the pie, one small aspect of what we can do with an expanded facility there.
0: And, you know, Major uh, Tim Meyer, we know that so many seniors were so isolated during COVID, and it's nice to move past this and get them interactive again, because research shows how detrimental it is to seniors who are isolated,
1: and it actually affects their mental and physical health. Well, sure, and, and it's not just seniors. I, it's I've everybody, got to, yeah. You know, yeah. My my own family, we've experienced this, you know. And yeah, the, the other challenge is that you know, in a in a smaller space, we're limited by capacity. If we're yes. following the guidelines for yes. social distancing and spacing and people's comfort levels, yeah, uh, we've got to have the space for them to spread out. And right now, we just we just don't.
0: And we uh, learned that from COVID. <laughs> we yeah, learned that,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah good and point, then, as as restrictions ease and we're able to have uh, activities in the gym, you know, um, sports activities, it's uh, the Salish Army uses its space very well. Uh, we we really try to be good stewards of all that we receive, whether it's a donated dollar or or as we put that into work um, in 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 a building, we're going to make sure that we have that so that it's multifunctional, so that it's not just sitting open. For instance, currently the um, the way they uh, have their Sunday services, their chapel services, uh, they have space that that can be easily converted. There's just a divider wall between the the main room where the kids uh, have their day camp and their after school program, and the side, which would be the chapel. They move that curtain and then they've got a large area where we do Christmas assistance and all kinds of things like that. Um, but again, it's just, uh, it's so restrictive, the space that we've got right now. So we're really in need of donations uh, to to complete this campaign. And I believe there are listeners out there, there are folks that, that have the ability to give, That was my
0: next question. What can we do, our listeners here and at your community, how can we donate and help uh, participate in this campaign?
1: Well, the, uh, I would ask folks to, to search their hearts. I know that most, many of your listeners have already been wonderful and faithful supporters of the Salvation Army. I know your, your listeners, uh, WJR listeners, are, are just uh, wonderful, uh, generous folks. And I'm just asking for those who have the ability to go to that next level uh, to help us with a capital campaign, which we haven't done for some time uh, in the metro Detroit area uh to to either send a check to the Salvation Army at 16130 Northland Drive in Southfield, Michigan. That's 48075. Uh, another easy way to give, if you are text savvy, uh, you can text the word summer to 24365. Uh, we, our website is salmish.org. There's an option to go there and donate. You can click on that. And you can always call 877-SAL-MICH, M-I-C-H, uh, to uh, phone in a donation if you'd prefer to do that. So we've got lots of ways that folks can give. And uh, we would just ask, so we're looking for folks who will uh, donate to this cause between now and September 22nd, which will be matched by uh, Toyota. And we're so thankful for our friends there who are supporting us. Uh, yeah.
0: That's a big match, $250,000 match. They want to uh, raise $1.3 million. That is their goal. We're talking with Major Tim Meyer, General Secretary and Metro Detroit Area Commander for the Salvation Army Eastern Michigan Division. They have a summer in the city fundraising campaign going on right now. So you just heard the major explain the different ways that you can donate to the campaign that helps the community on the east side uh, both seniors and and, and children and all families there in the east side, which is a very low poverty rate. Um, I think, believe they're below the poverty rate, correct? Major.
1: Yes. Yeah. Many, many are well below the federal poverty guidelines.
0: So to, to give us a brief history, obviously, as you pointed out, our listeners are very familiar with Salvation Army and have donated for many years. But if you want to give us a history of Salvation Army in Metro Detroit, that might be helpful.
1: Sure. We've been in the uh, metro Detroit area for well over 100 years, and uh, we've served without break uh, during that entire time. Uh, Something that folks might be interested to know is that trying to be good stewards of uh, our donors' uh, uh, generosity, we use approximately 86 cents of every dollar to go directly to services to people who are in need each and every day of the year. And uh, we we really do try to be good stewards of all that we receive. Some folks will be aware that we uh, serve not only bed and bread uh, on the streets of Detroit, the bed and bread um, fund supports that, but there are also shelters and there are other places, uh, food pantries. So yeah, uh, in the, uh, in this past year, we provided over two million four hundred thousand meals, and three hundred eighty-two thousand nights of shelter for homeless folks. Uh, the Salvation Army is the largest um, homeless assistance provider in the state of Michigan, and uh, and so you know we we have many things that are going on. We uh, we love to help people in Jesus' name without discrimination. Folks come to us with needs, and we try to meet those needs. Uh, we do all kinds of things for folks with the rental and mortgage assistance, for utility assistance. Um, we have something called the Pathway of Hope. We realize there are folks who are in generational um, poverty, and they have grown up um, having to receive uh, financial assistance from from different sources to make it through every month, and that's all. That's what they've known growing up. That's the life that they've they've led and uh, we have something called the pathway of hope that helps people step out of Generational poverty, and mm-hmm. it's a multidisciplinary approach that we we use um, not only to help with budgeting. We do some things with assistance. We might do some things with helping them uh, find educational opportunities. Um, uh, if there is a substance, a drug, and alcohol uh, misuse that's going on, uh, we really want to help in that way. So it is a an all around program. That helps people get out of uh, the situation where they have to—they are barely making it from paycheck to paycheck. Um, and if it's mm. a if it's a, something that we can help with, and they are—they've got to be willing. It's voluntary. They sign up for this, and we have helped thousands of families um, get out of generational poverty through our Pathway of Hope program. This is something that's offered at the Salvation Army, um, Connor Creek. Mm -hmm. core community center. And we would love to be able to continue this and expand what we're doing there.
0: So how early do you start working on the uh, red kettle campaign during the holiday season, which so many people are very familiar with?
1: Yeah, that's uh. Last year was very interesting. Uh, we had a an early launch. It's the first time I think in the in the Salvation Army's history that we actually began our Red Kettle campaign in mid-September. Mm. Um, I don't anticipate that we'll do that this year. <laughs> if we do, we're going to have to really get on the ball. But uh, we had something last year called Rescue Christmas. Um, We did not know what you know. We had to make decisions early on. We did not know at the time if we would be even able to stand in front of uh, stores because of not only the health concerns uh, from the from the government, from the um, health department, the CDC, but also you know we are there at the generosity and the benevolence of the store owners. And so, um, you know, we we don't own that spot. They are generous to let us stand there. And uh, we are we've received already word from a few entities that they are going to let us have our, our red kettles in front of their stores this year. So we've kind of breathed the sigh of relief. We've been through a red kettle campaign once with COVID and uh, we're praying that uh, that, that will um, we'll be able to do that well again this year. Um, one of the concerns that we do have with that campaign is uh, we need volunteers for our uh, to stand at our red kettles. So you'll be hearing, and your listeners will be hearing more about that as we get uh, into uh, October and November. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. but we are we're looking forward to that. We're, it's it's a wonderful opportunity for folks to remember as they're doing their Christmas shopping, whether it's food shopping or or uh, toys and gifts. Um, that there are those who are who are less fortunate than them. They can't just go to a store and purchase the things that they need. They've got to make some difficult decisions between um, getting Christmas toys and gifts, or paying the the rent or the utilities. And uh, and that's where the, those donations come in uh, and help so much.
0: So, Major, how many years has the Salvation Army received? uh, the gold, uh, bar, the gold coin donation that's been going on for a little while now.
1: It has, uh, it, 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 began, oh, I think about two decades ago was the first I heard of a, a gold okay. coin going into a kettle. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and of course when that happened, it was, it was rare. It was very rare mm-hmm. that we have been blessed because there have been some wonderful copycats that yeah. have, uh,
0: <laughs> have picked
1: up on it. And, uh, <laughs> I remember one That's time a good that,
0: copycat. That's a great copycat.
1: <laughs> it's, it's great. Uh-huh. I, was a, uh, I was a core officer at a location, and uh, we knew we were not going to be getting a gold coin in our kettles. But one wonderful donor, uh, when I opened the kettle, there was a, a $1 bill that was uh, covering folded up twenties and fifties. And when I counted that out, it equaled the amount of that day of what a Kruger would be. And, uh, and I so much wanted to let the media know, <laughs> we received the equivalent of a gold coin, uh, in a kettle, but, uh, I, but that's not uh, unfortunately that's not newsworthy, I guess. Um, but, it, but those, uh, that's been such a blessing, uh, to receive those. And, um, uh, as our founder of the Salvation Army is known to, said, well, that and better will do.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. So um, we talked about ways people can get involved. So could they volunteer? Could they go to your website, major, and and um, register to volunteer throughout the season?
1: Absolutely, they can go to selmish.org, And there's not only are there information, and uh, I wanna mention that there's information about this um, Summer in the City uh, capital campaign for the Connor mm-hmm. Creek Corps, but mm-hmm. there's also information about our other programs and services, how to get help. If there's a listener who is in need of help or knows of someone, that's a good place to go to find that out. Also to donate and to find out about volunteer opportunities. Uh, we have a wonderful volunteer coordinator uh, who would be happy to, to help someone um, serve in the area that they, uh, that they live or work. Um, also, if they, if someone, one of your listeners is saying, Well, where can I go where where they're really having a difficult time getting volunteers, we can help with that as well. Mm-hmm. And again, that would be at our website, salmish.org um, or calling our um, uh, calling our number at 877 salmish And just uh, uh, mentioning that uh, you have a desire to volunteer, and we'd love to, to, uh, to connect you with with wonderful opportunities.
0: We're talking with Major Tim Meyer, General Secretary and Metro Detroit Area Commander for the Salvation Army Eastern Michigan Division. They have a capital campaign going on right now that you can participate in Summer in the City Fundraising Campaign. It started in July and it's running through September 22nd. You can participate in that and help them. They have a match of $250,000 from Toyota Motor North America to fund Detroit's East Side community center um major we talked a little bit about COVID-19 but how did that affect your work and what does it look moving forward do you see yourself moving past this and it's going to get better back to kind of a normal for the work that you're doing at the Salvation Army
1: well we had some real unique opportunities last year I I call it that because we were we were scratching our head like everybody else how do we continue doing business Thankfully, uh, the we were designated as an essential business early on. And so um, we were able to, you know, using social distancing and safety precautions in all of our facilities, including our headquarters, were able to continue on the very important and necessary, and it was growing work of feeding people who were hungry and uh, and keeping people clothed and housed. Um, but we had to make many adjustments last year in the way we did assistance. For instance, normally when we do our Christmas food boxes, we do three or four different styles of boxes because we know people have different preferences for, for the food they eat. You know, my my Thanksgiving and Christmas dinner is a little bit different than, than uh, some other folks, the way they celebrate. Some folks have religious or dietary restrictions and they can't eat pork or certain things. And so um, normally we would have volunteers putting together these four types of food boxes and we'd be able to receive the types of food we needed um, as a routine thing. The supply chain was interrupted And so early on, we realized we're not going to be able to get the bulk food that we need. Um, The volunteer uh, base that we had, many of the the large groups like Toyota, there were Ford and others who normally send us, a Bank of America send us many volunteers to put these food boxes together. They were not going to be available. Uh, We even had difficulty knowing if we could get the boxes themselves to box the food up. So we had to make a transition to um, to how we distributed things, and we decided to go with gift cards, and uh, we did that oh, with the uh, yeah. yeah. And the other difficulty we had was how to get people to register, how to help them um, uh, receive. You know, because normally we would have a group of volunteers, and we'd say, okay, at the Connor Creek Corps for these three weeks in um, in October, November, we're going to have signups. Just come in, bring your ID, prove you're in the zip code and uh, we'll get you signed up we'll get your household signed up for for food and for gifts well in the pandemic we we could not do that, you, uh, we, yeah. you know, we, even though we were an essential business, we we did not want to put our our the public or our workers and the few volunteers we could receive in harm's way. Yeah. So we had to find another way, and that was by phone calls and by having people go online to sign up. And again, that's where some of the challenges were highlighted, that not everyone has access to uh, the internet, not everyone is comfortable sharing their information over the phone. Um, you know, when you hear about uh, scams and things like that, you know, it, it just, it raises the, the, uh, the caution flag. And so we had to, we had to adapt the way we did things, even the way we gave out food on a weekly basis. Normally folks would come through and we'd love to have them shop in our food pantry so they can pick the foods that they know they, they, and their children, their family like to eat. And, uh, now we had to, um, to kind of put together boxes and have them honk the horn outside our facility, and then our our worker would come out with the food bag or boxes and uh, and uh, put them in the car for them. You know, fully masked, of course. So you know, we had to make a lot of adjustments, and uh, praise God, we were able to to navigate that. But mm. uh, there, we continue to do like everyone. You know, we're trying to do our very best to make sure that. Uh, That uh, we're able to operate, but especially to meet the profound needs, which increased, of course. Yeah. Um, Food, food and security grew. Uh, We all know that there was hoarding of certain things, and uh, uh, it it just it made for some scary moments. But God brought brought us through, and uh, generous donors uh, helped us uh, help others. Great.
0: Major Tim Meyer, thank you so much for joining us here in It's Your Community. General Secretary and Metro Detroit Area Commander for the Salvation Army Eastern Michigan Division. Again, give out your information before we let you go here in It's Your Community.
1: Sure. Uh, if uh, folks would like to donate to help the Connor Creek Capital Campaign, uh, you can text the word SUMMER to 24365, can visit salmish.org and click Donate. You can call 877-SALMICH or send a check made payable to the Salvation Army to 16130 Northland Drive in Southfield, Michigan, 48075, or drop a check off by the Connor Creek Core Community Center at 3000 Connor Avenue.
0: Major, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thank you Vanessa appreciate you so much WJR and WDVD and all of you do to <laughs> to help Thank us you.
0: Thank you so much. If any questions or comments or topics you want me to get to, Vanessa Denha Garmo, you can go to Epiphany Communications and Coaching, email me there. You can find me on all my social media platforms. We have an Epiphany Communications and Coaching Facebook page. You can find me on LinkedIn and Twitter and Instagram. Private message me on any of those platforms, and I'll return your message. As always, remind our listeners, to connect, to collaborate, and to communicate with your community. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Here on It's Your Community.
1: It's Your Community, a public affairs presentation of News Talk 760 WJR.